Hello, and welcome to another episode of Passion for Passions. I'm your host, Marcus, and I love passions. This podcast episode will cover the episodes of the series from 367 to 380. Why kind of a long batch of episodes? Uh, Mainly because I was waiting to see the conclusion of Sheridan being dead slash not dead. And I figured it wouldn't be that long before they got to the conclusion of that. But it took a while because I think, what, at this point, she's already in the ground as of 367. And yet there are many more episodes before she gets out and before she is, quote, mm, okay, maybe. I'm not sure because three up, three ups, uh, excuse me, episode 380 kind of leaves on such a note that I'm not sure if it's real. I think it is, but I'm not sure. These um, episodes have kind of like a couple main through lines, really. There is not a lot happening. But when there is, it's like really notable, in my opinion. Okay, so let's start off with kind of the main things going on, which is the main storylines are really the whole love triangle between Teresa, Ethan, and Gwen. And Ethan continuing to need to figure out who he wants, the woman he wants to spend the rest of his life with, right? The girl he wants to marry, whatever. Um, and then there is Tabitha and Tinny where her memoirs were sent to HarperCollins and they are trying to publish it and she doesn't want that. Um, of course, Luis and Sheridan and Hank and whatever where Sheridan is buried underground but she is not dead but she may be dead soon because guess what? Everyone who knows about the fact that Sheridan is alive is currently captured by the drug cartel people. So, Teresa confessed to Luis that she went on a date, one date with Ethan, but he still is like flying off the handle because he just was, he's got these notions in his head, thanks to Rebecca, that made it seem like their relationship was a lot more nefarious uh, than it truly was. But we'll see. Something that was funny is Julian and Rebecca like are dancing over being conniving monsters. They were literally dancing in the Korean estates, but yeah. Uh, one thing I appreciate is that Ivy basically stands up for Ethan to be able to be with who he loves. It shouldn't be based on, you know, family's wishes. It should be based on love, which I'm glad Ivy is espousing now because, of course, that is what she didn't do when she was young. Instead of falling and being with the man she loved, she went the man her family had selected, the safe bet, which turned out to be Julian. So, yeah. Tabitha doesn't want her memoirs to be exposed because it'll show that she's a witch, that she's been alive for 300 years, and that's why mainly she doesn't want it published. But yeah. And Hank, uh, at this point, was captured and unable to do any damn thing. There are a couple points in these episodes where people, multiple people, like almost slip that Ethan is not a crane, but they never fully do. Just like for drama before a commercial break, maybe. Uh, but whatever. But yeah, so in relation to the thing where Hank was captured we find out in this in the episode 368 that Hank told Eve the plan and that fully explained why um all these medical professionals were looking at Sheridan and able to say she's dead when she wasn't really dead and that's because Eve was in on the thing so she didn't really check maybe Sheridan's pulse or whatever as deeply as she should have and also um uh, Eve was supposed to perform the autopsy well, guess what? She performed no autopsy because Sheridan was still alive. Makes a lot more sense now. Unfortunately, Eve is not thinking very clearly. 
Um, she's like desperate to tell someone else about Sheridan being underground. But before she's able to, she receives a call from someone saying they're from the FBI. But guess what? It is the drug cartel. So she gets tricked by Pierre and goes out to the docks and uh, gets captured as well, along with the FBI agent, Hal, and of course, stupid Hank. Here's where I was getting intrigued was when, uh, with Tabitha, where she doesn't want the book published by HarperCollins, they need to dig up dirt uh, from a dead person and they'll use that like as part of a spell. So of course they choose Sheridan's plot to dig the, you know, dirt from. But you have to like go like fully six feet under, I guess, to get it. Um, and a spell, if successful, will stop them from remembering that they had this information. That they received this book from Timmy. And then, you know, it'll never be published. Something that was very funny in this episode is um, Tabitha and Timmy are, you know, talking and thinking about what happens if they get exposed as a witch. And we get this black and white fake witch autopsy video with Eve. And it was so funny. I love that. I love stupid little things like that. It's great. Some of these episodes have a lot more going on for them and a lot of them have a lot less. Uh, this is 369. Teresa is saying, basically, don't make me choose between the f my family and the man I love. Um, but someone mentioned, they said this out loud, she was in high school when you first met her. I assume that was Louise. And to me, I was thinking, isn't that still true? Is she not still in high school? I guess we don't know. I mean, there was prom. If they were, if uh, Teresa was a senior, then yeah, I guess she graduated because prom normally happens like near the end of the school year. I honestly don't know. I don't know. I went to prom, but I don't remember like anything about it. And I might also be mixing it up with like the senior party that happened at my school. So, which did happen like at the end of senior year. So who knows really? But yeah. So Tabitha is up at the top of the gravesite doing nothing really. Uh, Timmy's doing all the hard work. He's digging six feet down in the dirt. And he accidentally opens the lock to Sheridan's coffin. And uh, that's where we get for that episode, but uh, there will be more of that to come. So yeah, Eve was captured, of course, because she fell prey to a very simple trick. And But Chad was coming to visit Eve, so he goes to her office and he's like, huh, where is she? And for some reason, like, really smartly decides, like, oh... Here I see this notepad and it's like indented with an address maybe. So he does that trick where you like, I don't know, put a pencil lead over like something like the indents of text. And then it like, I guess shows the, what she had written down from the address. So of course, Chad goes out there to find out what's going on. And while he's there, he sees everyone tied up. He's like, he's hearing like what they're talking about and he's shocked. However, um, he's outmanned. Clearly there are two of them. Uh, he's only one guy. But he only sees one person at the time, so he's able to knock them unconscious by tricking them to come outside. Uh, but of course, there was another person here, so um, I believe Pierre shoots Chad. So it's like, oh my god, Chad, you've gotten hurt so many times over the course of this, this show. People just love to attack you for some reason. So yeah, he's just got a bullet in him. We can't really tell where, uh, but yeah, not a good thing. After that, we're on to 370 where basically Ethan is saying he can't tear Teresa and her family apart. So in his perspective, he decides he cannot pursue her. And it's basically like, bye, Teresa. Um, so yeah. And Ethan keeps saying like he's a crane who just uses women. But Ivy is like, no, 
I'll tell you. And she says, you're not a crane. But then she like backs up because she can't handle the truth or sharing the truth. So she's like, oh no, you're nothing like the cranes. But Ethan is like, oh, it's in my genetic material and maybe I'm just going to like, one day it's going to flip a switch and I'm going to become an asshole like my parents. Or really like his father, his, his fake father and Alistair. But he does not. Um, so yeah, while Tabitha and Timmy are at the grave, the like, I don't know, the, the Greg, the grave uh, keeper, whoever, is there and is like, what was going on? So Tabitha's like, there were grave robbers here. So um, he calls Julian and orders someone, and Julian, of course, orders someone to cement the grave to prevent future grave robbing attempts. Um, and this would be because he assumes they were trying to get to her jewels. Which, whatever, I guess. Um, episode 371. Teresa asks Ethan to elope with her due to Lewis flipping out. But Ethan is like, I don't know that I choose you. Which, yeah, duh, Teresa, you should know. He hasn't explicitly stated who he wants to be with. Yes, he loves you, but yes, he also loves Gwen. So, like, what are you thinking? I don't know. She got a little backpack and everything, too, which she's not going anywhere. I was kind of worried or thinking maybe they would elope. But it appears that they do not. Um, random aside, uh, Pilar is with Whitney, and at some point she tells Whitney that, I think you are in love with Chad. And Whitney's like, no, 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 no. But of course we, the viewer, know, yes, she's in love with Chad. Absolutely. 100%. Um, we get back to, uh, the grave again. I should, I guess I should have mentioned that with, uh, Tabitha and Timmy, but the cement is now being poured into the grave. And I was like, oh my God, like, is someone going to stop this before this happens? Uh, guess what? No. The cement does get poured. I was very shocked, honestly, that that happened. Just amps up the drama so much more. So yeah, um, back to Kay. You know, even though her attempt to become a charity and have sex with Miguel failed, Hecuba still owns Kay's soul now, even if the plan failed. So Hecuba, like, taunts Kay by holding her soul right in front of her face and cackling. I love it. Hecuba is so fucking funny. She is great. She's like jumping on the bed. Like, I got the soul. I got the soul. Like, she is so silly. But also it's threatening because she does have true power. Like, okay, yes, I guess Tabitha once did have true power. But she's been like so impotent in the past like many episodes that you kind of forget. Just kind of view her as a goof. Versus Hecuba, while still extremely goofy, has real power. So it's like you're very curious but also a little bit worried about what she may do. Um, there was a gross thing for me where both Miguel and Charity go to talk to Sam and Grace respectively about sex on Christmas Eve. And Grace says to wait until marriage. And like, Grace, you don't even remember, like, your old, like, life. Even if you have no idea what you were doing and if you were waiting till marriage or not, you couldn't say. You don't remember. But yeah. On to seven, uh, 372, excuse me, I'm not in the 700s yet. I will be one day. Wow, still a ways off. Wow, this feels like so much episodes, but yet there's still like over a thousand, like two thousand episodes left. Wow. Okay. Uh, Luis gets mad. He knows that Teresa has run off, so he goes, rushes to the crane estate uh, with a gun. So Pilar fetches Sam and is like, you need to go take care of Luis because he's going to the crane mansion. He's extremely emotional right now and he has a gun. That's like terrifying. Ethan now says he's going to choose the woman he wants to marry tonight. Uh, this is, I guess, Christmas Eve. 
Um, and apparently Teresa is an adult now per Sam. So yeah, I don't remember what exactly he said, but apparently she is an adult now. Um, I, because a few episodes ago, they said she was out of high school. Though with that said, you can always exit high school potentially and be a year or two under the age of consent, uh, depending. Sometimes, you know, if you're like a really genius child, you might even be a lot faster. But anyway. Um, so while uh, Chad got shot, he is now dying on the docks, bleeding out. And Eve and Chad have a moment kind of where they're kind of like together again, like feeling um, positively about each other but so sad that uh, he's going to die. For some reason, Chad is like handcuffed to the dock, but he's able to Houdini's way out of the handcuffs. I'm not sure how um, he's able to do that, like how he knows how to do that, but it's never been stated that he's like into magic or anything, but who, who knows, I guess. Um, but then he seems to be shot again, um, and he falls into the water. Uh, then with Hecuba, Kay can apparently get her soul back if she helps get rid of Charity. Now, I wouldn't trust Hecuba at all, but Kay does, of course. Episode 373, there is dueling drama going on, which is just like, that's kind of the main thing is there's like dueling drama happening where one, Ethan's planning to say who he wants to marry and the drug dealers are planning to kill Eve, Hank, and the FBI agent. It's just like, these are the two big things going on. I mean... Aside from Sheridan not being dead or being dead or almost being dead and trapped, I guess that's also a big one. So there's actually three pieces of drama happening. Um, so yeah, I don't know. Um, but let's see. On the Harper Collins thing, the, a lady from Harper Collins comes to Tabitha's house, and they use the potion on her, but it fails. And this is because the potion or whatever explicitly called for dirt from a dead person's grave. Versus Sheridan was alive at the time of the digging. So yeah. Um, and the Harper Collins rep is really goofy because she determines that uh, Tabitha has a split personality and Timmy is one of those personalities. And apparently if Timmy signs a legal document, it can be rendered valid as a true legal signature of Tabitha. Because supposedly her alter ego or like her bipolar other action. I'm sorry, I don't know what multiple personalities, multiple personality disorder. I don't know. Anyway, yeah. Um, and the rep also calls Tabitha's book the patent place of the new millennium. Boy, I hope so. <laughs> um, so yeah, Chad fell into the water. He could have been dead, but he was not dead because he is able to get out of the water and then make his way to the party house. I think it's uh, the Bennett household and freaks everybody out because they're just getting ready for Christmas Eve kind of. And then this happens. They are seeing a dying Chad. So they bring him in. And Whitney and someone are all sad. And it feels bad because um, they find out that from Chad that um, Eve and Hank and Hal are all captured and are going to be killed. So Whitney and someone are like really sad and like hugging each other. Of course, they're also sad about Chad too, but this is like something extra to be upset about. Um, as part of Kay working for Hecuba, she is asked to take a strand of Charity's hair. And so she does, or really, she takes like a whole chunk of Charity's hair. Um, which is like, girl, she said one strand or something, not like a clump. But even so, like, you can't just pull out a clump of hair from somebody. They would need to be already like balding, um, or, you know, have hair, extreme hair thinning. So who knows what's going on with Charity? 
on to 374 these episodes kind of like really are very much just like wasting time kind of um for example the men uh, sam lisa and ethan in dc all decide to go after the boat of course they do to save everyone and they all arrive on the boat of the drug cartel and in this episode so the harper collins lady almost goes to see the friends in the basement but then she realizes that oh my god like i think tabitha's really a witch so she like basically runs off with the signed um letter so three maybe or other things happen but it felt like you know treading water 375 tz catches up to eve who was dropped overboard because she is you know uh, she is she's changed to be the first person to be killed um and tc saves her thank goodness um but yeah through some of these episodes um sheridan is like in the while she's in the coffin she's having like this death fantasy where she sees her mom again and her mom's talking to her and telling her about you know people and she can look back and see what's happening with people who are still alive and important to her i don't know but um finally you know there is a fight a big fight and finally hank tells louise and ethan that sheridan isn't dead once the fight comes down and eve is rescued of course i'm not sure if this is just 376 or 377 or both but i was wondering at this point are the drug men going to get away since everybody left the boat alone uh, but you find out later apparently that they were taken into custody so i guess that was fine and not a fail of harmony pd I personally would not want to leave heavily like wanted suspects uh, in plain sight like that, though. I would not like that. Mm -hmm. Randomly, people are sharing presents with each other. Alistair is giving a house to Ethan. But while this is happening in the Crane Mansion, Joanne just continues to flirt unabashedly with Rebecca. And doesn't hide it at all from Ivy. She doesn't care, though. Um, and also, Joanne totally ignores Pilar, saying that Sharon might be alive. So yeah, Tabitha was reading tea leaves for some reason, maybe just because she can't help herself when people have tea, but she basically said to the uh, Bennets that maybe Noah's going to come home, and for Lopez Fitzgerald household, that same thing, maybe someone will be coming home, which could be either Antonio, the son, or Martin Fitzgerald, supposedly, potentially, but we'll see. Uh, Hecuba and Tabitha get together and chat about charity, but really it's Hecuba like, dissing Tabitha quite a bit. Um, Tabitha's doing a reading or whatever and says, or says something like to Teresa, you were crying in a church and wearing a veil. And Teresa's like, oh my God, I'm getting married. But to me, it implies a funeral on this holiday. Um, when Eve is alive, she also mentions to everyone that Hank came up with his plan and that uh, Sheridan's still alive and we need to save her. And they're ready to get Sheridan out, but it might be too late. So, like, that is surprising. They are able to get to the cement and get to her, but it seems like she has already passed on. So, while this is all going on 378, Rebecca is trying to figure out Ivy's secret. Um, it basically, Luis is like, love is rare, so, like, don't let anyone take that away from you. But, yeah, back to Rebecca. She was actually snooping through Ivy's stuff, and she finds the locket, the big dramatic locket that Ivy supposedly always has on, so I don't know why it wasn't on here. Um, but it shows Ethan as a child and, of course, Sam Bennett. And what Rebecca determines from this is that the baby picture means nothing, but that Sam is the man she's currently having an affair with, though she's not having an affair at all right now, and that was a thing in the past, so I don't know. 
Hank finally comes clean to Sam and says that the drug cartel came to him to kill Sheridan uh, because they were blackmailing him. Yeah, that's what happened. So that is why Hank, you know, made up this plan to pretend to kill Sheridan. Which is interesting, like nobody ever really questioned that. Well, they kind of only barely heard the plan. Most people did. It's like, why would you kill Sheridan? What does that have to do with it? Um, what is this? So Sam gets mad. <laughs> um, so Sheridan prays to God for a Christmas miracle when she's in the heaven vision and her human body, you know, on the earth coughs is a seemingly a good sign episode 379 sam disowns hank and i was like good but then later again he's like we'll always be family and then like accepts him again so i was like okay stupid um winnie and chad okay chad is alive he's at the hospital and he seems extremely healthy despite just being shot um eve ba and eve basically tells whitney that she can love chad now because he's a good man he would have potentially been a good man earlier but that's okay uh <laughs> And yeah, Sheridan is out and she's in, uh, you know, just the graveyard in Louise's arms. But when we get her to the hospital, it is found out that Sheridan is in a coma and her living state, her living will states like for her to not be kept alive on a, a respirator. So Ethan follows her wishes and tells the doctor to go ahead and do it. But Ethan pulls the plug. So I don't even know, like, is that how hospitals do it? They just outsource that small bit of labor uh, because it seems a bit challenging to me anyway um episode 380 this is the big one this aired on december 26th uh which is great because that would have been because there was no episode actually on christmas day so this was effectively the christmas passions episode for everyone to enjoy and everyone got a bit of a present who's watching this show first off the most nasty thing ever is julian is talking to rebecca and says you haven't lived till you've tasted my nog and i was like julian Never speak again, please. <laughs> yes. Um, Ethan again comes up and is like saying he's going to propose the woman he wants to marry, but he's going to do it at midnight mass. I'm like, okay, drama queen, do it in front of everyone. Um, maybe he needed to because that's the only place where everyone would be, like from both families at the same time. I don't know. Um, but yeah. And what happens? What happens? Ethan proposes to Teresa. I was shocked that this was finally here, though I'm sure there's a lot more problems that'll get in their way now. But I was like just shocked. We are here and this has happened. I was so happy. I like yelped out loud about this because, okay, I don't really care about Ethan, but I love that Teresa loves Ethan or that has, you know, such a strong love and is working towards what she wants and is getting it. So that's what I appreciate. You know, I'm on uh, Team Teresa. Uh, one thing that's a little bit weird or confusing to me, um, where was Simone through all of this? And won't be she be blindsided by the Chad and Whitney romance? Apparently she doesn't recognize it yet because they were sitting together at Mass, but then when uh, uh, Simone comes, she sits in between them, basically. Um, so let's see. Without a soul, Kay can't enter, enter church for a midnight Mass. And I thought that was funny, but then it turns out to be true. Like, there's a big blue barrier that, like, stops her. Um, and I wrote in my notes, yep, it's true. K no soul can't go in. Uh, and then it's sad. She's in the snow outside the church window, like, peering in. She wants to be with her family. She's so lonely. But the big other thing is that Sheridan is breathing on her own. The machine was turned off, but she was breathing on her own. Uh, but she's potentially brain dead, so who can say? Um, Luis is praying for his future with Sheridan, 
But then she appears in church. You hear this very weak, like, please. And uh, it's kind of scary. Uh, but then he turns around and there she is. I don't know yet if this is a real Sheridan or if this is like a f imagined Sheridan like before on the wharf, but uh, hopefully it's real because I want it to be real. I want Hank and Sheridan to be back together, at least for a little bit. Um, so yeah, a lot happened, but also kind of like nothing happened. It's just an extremely long drawn out thing for Sheridan to get out of the grave and potentially out of the hospital. Um, and I mean, that's fine, but it's a lot of work there to kind of see that all through. I thought these episodes were fun. I'm very happy for episode 380, but I know that happiness is going to be torn away from me very quickly, so I'm trying to prepare. Uh, but we'll see if I'm actually prepared or not when I get to it. So thank you for listening to this episode of Passion for Passions. We'll be back in two weeks with another episode.